Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot that was her. I'm going to nip this in the bud right now because I can talk about Batman movies <laughs> until the sun goes down. No, but also because like, okay. I was a vampire, so I'm like a bat man. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bat man. Right, but so, like, a man bat. A man we bat. We're at a... Man bat's different. Oh, man bat's now different. I'm thinking of bat boy. Man bat's no. different. Oh, I used, was to, in, I used to know it? his name. The sun? Those sun, those sun oh. article things that would... The Inquirer. The Inquirer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, but no, so I, I had eyeliner on and then I woke up Sunday to like take it off because mm-hmm. I work at a church and like, I just don't want to, I got to be up early and like, I don't want to like. Can't be walking whatever. in church looking like the whore of Babylon. But I if, mean, like a, like a vampire more like it. <laughs> like, just don't like want to still vampire. Be. But I was, we had a bonfire that night and the smoke kept getting in my eyes. So I just kept rubbing my <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> and so, no, it was just gone. It was already gone. Oh, <laughs> so, lucky. Like, before I even. God. The one thing I always. It was penciled on. It wasn't like a, li- it wasn't a good one. No, uh-huh. no, no, no. It was the liquid one. Because the, the penciled on one didn't work. Tragic. The one thing I always, I always forget about. So for the past three years, I've gone in drag. I just dress as a woman because it's fun. <laughs> and it's the only time I ever get compliments. So, What was um, two years ago? I know you were Nat last year. Nat was last year, and the year before that, I was Alice in Chains. Oh, yeah. okay. You did mention that. That's freaking I had clever. a blonde wig that time. <laughs> um, but, like, I always forget that I have makeup on. Right. And so then, like, I'll go to the bathroom, and I'll be like, oh, 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 shit, that's right. This shit's been on my face for, like, three hours. I've been home for three hours, and I forgot. I like this good. <laughs> yeah, I always forget that it's on. Yeah. I was a white clam. <laughs> it was a white, white clam. clam. White clam? Yeah. Clam, okay. He my... was a white claw outfit, but it was like, it gotcha. said white clam. Like, and if the you just glance at it, it looked like white claw. slime. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah. My brain has this thing where as I'm listening to someone, I'll just like anticipate yep. the next thing they're going to say. Mm-hmm. And so in my brain, it went, white clansman. Like, <laughs> oh Jesus! Like number one, that's in poor taste. Number two, I don't know if you need to specify that I'm white. No, you don't. This there's you don't need to specify. No, that. it's not Clayton Bigsby. Shout out to Dave Chappelle, who is now on Netflix. Yay! The Chappelle Show is on Netflix. His oh, let's see, had he oh, not been already? No, yeah, the Chappelle Show. I'm wondering if they'll put every episode on Netflix, oh, or if some of them will not make it. Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. <laughs> what did the five fingers say to the they face? They took off the. Uh, or no, it was Hulu. Took down the episode of Thirty Rock where, shoot, what are their names? Jenna and. Uh, Tracy getting a fight about whether life is harder for a white woman or a black man, <laughs> and so they they switch, and so Tracy does like the white chicks look, oh, yeah, but yeah. then Jenna like uh, is straight up like blackface. In, I mean, not blackface like the minstrel show, but like yeah. straight up like made up like just done like a black uh, man. Okay. Well, you know, and like it's I always feel like sunny. In, in that sense, it's fair because it's like swap. It wasn't right. just I mean, one person just, yeah, doing the I other. Mean, it was a trade. You know, like it's not going to make yeah. any PR reps happy, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> Every PR it, rep. It in was NBC. a different time. <laughs> and always Sunday when they uh, they made the Lethal Weapon five and six. Oh, yeah. That's straight up blackface. And, yeah. And then uh, D Mac was, and uh, Dennis like switch. I think halfway. Or, yeah, yeah. And, de- and, and D did too. Yeah. D does, dresses up as a Puerto Rican lady and oh just Martina Martinez yeah, being very. What's up with all these white boys? What's up with all these white boys? God. <sighs> Fun times we live in. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, welcome to the Tune Junkies podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Chris. And I'm Lex. 
And today we're here with Nat from Spaceships. What's up? Finally have somebody from Spaceships. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> it's going pretty good, yeah. So you're the vocalist and guitarist, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'll do keys every once in a while. Oh, do cool. Stuff, so. A renaissance man. Renaissance man. Renaissance man. man. Yeah. I used to do everything, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I and I, I hired... I, Got some people to help me. I almost <laughs> said Leonardo de Nazi, but then I realized nope. that was probably a bad thing to no. say. Yeah. Because of Renaissance. Yes. Not Nazis. Right. Not, <laughs> not Nazis. Not, not. I did not see that coming. <laughs> oh my gosh. No more Nazi jokes on this show. No more. <laughs> Dr. Mangala. Shit. So how was the drive coming in? Good. I mean, I I used to work at Basher, so it was like Almost identical drive. <laughs> oh, perfect. Cool. Yeah, I pass that every time I come here. Yeah. How fun is working at Basher? Uh, I almost, up, well, I did apply there, but uh, <laughs> you did not hire me. <laughs> <laughs> I, knowing what I know about you and your temperament, I can't imagine that it, you would do well. First of all, <laughs> wow. You don't know me. Okay. Because you're also, a horrible person. Judging by this reaction I have right now, <laughs> you would not <laughs> be I a very am, good fit. I am great with kids. I just probably would not instill the right mindset that so they when you want say their when you say kids know. what sort of what sort of cutoff is there so like age wise so every every girlfriend I've ever had whenever we go to like family gatherings sure. it's always the young children like five six they're just enamored there's none of those here. I know it's teenage, yeah, troubled it's, teens. Yeah, it's so like I might do well with them because they'd be like oh eight, this, maybe eight there might be some eight year olds this dude's but, got dark humor I'm like yeah yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, yeah. Just to ease up on the drugs there, bud. <laughs> I Moderation. Brief, yeah, I Moderation. briefly dated a girl that worked there, and I remember one time she called me and says, crying, goes, someone bit me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tame day. Oh, my God. <laughs> someone like, I'll never forget it. <laughs> you were talking about working in a school at one point. Did you do any music stuff there? Or um, I helped out with a guitar club, mm-hmm. and I also led like a... It started out as like a history of pop music mm-hmm. elective class because like it was at a school that like it ran eight to five, which is a terrible idea. But the right. four to five hour was all like mandatory electives. And so um, there's just a bunch of different clubs or whatever. And every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I did history of popular music, uh, which is just sort of geek out with some kids about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the Beatles and punk and just how stuff happened like old school hip-hop and whatever but then after a while like it was only like four or five kids in there and so eventually it just turned into record club it was like all right we're just gonna we're just gonna listen i'm just gonna bring in some cool music and we're gonna listen to it because i brought my record player in Mm -hmm. uh one of my record players in to listen while i worked Um, but that's actually where i met joel our drummer Mm -hmm. (laughs) because uh he was a senior and i was probably I wasn't a very I wasn't very old at the time. I was probably twenty five, mm-hmm. um, and so like we would just play chess like as we were listening to music, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, after I got laid off, um, which is actually really really great because then I was like, oh shoot, I don't want to be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not enjoy this job. It's a blessing in the sky. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, you say in the skies. Yes, yes. in the skies. You got to say it incorrectly. <laughs> yes. Uh, but so he had come to a couple, I had invited him to a couple of our shows before mm-hmm. that. And then we had, uh, our drummer 
had life situations change and right. just was working like 80 hour weeks and so jesus christ yeah. <laughs> he was a uh, yeah so he had to duck out and i was like who do i know that plays drums and i was like joel didn't you say you know how to play mm. drums <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah cool i'm like all right could you like do you have like a recording or something he's like let me film something and just like set up his phone and like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. rip through riffs for 30 seconds i'm like cool all right man well we have a show in august and i've been trying to find a drummer it was like a month away (laughs) so uh before you get too far into the story of spaceships we always like to start the podcast with one question sure which in this case is a two-parter where do babies come from and why won't anybody tell me (laughs) i'll answer the second one first I'll answer the second part first. I just don't think you're ready. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I'm 25. Wow. <laughs> I'm 25. So he still lives with his mom and dad, and they still I haven't do. told him. A few Man. more years, but they're you his gotta, best friends. Gotta, I mean, I'd tell you you have to I'm emancipate yourself, but I'm gonna get it. <laughs> Can I ask something of you? <laughs> What's up, buddy? Given that your roommates did Thank bring you, you into this that. world, his parents. Shut up, roommates. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do me a favor and secretly record you asking your parents where babies are? Please do. Oh, my God. I that wanna, would be I amazing. Because I think. Because okay, you know I know, though, right? Uh, no, okay. Well, yeah, oh, well. Okay. <laughs> we have our I'm doubts. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's when you hold hands and kiss at the same time. So, okay. On the, to- on the toilet seat? On the no, toilet. not on the toilet seat. That makes the baby come out weird. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. I have a feeling yeah. that your mother and your father would have two very different answers. Oh, so you want me to ask them separately? Yes, I do. <laughs> I think it'd be cool to do it together, but then I know they'll like team up and it won't be as fun. But I think I would love to hear what your dad has to say. But it would and be then nice. Hear what your mother has. It'd to be say. nice to hear what they would say, like back to back together, like at the dinner table. You're about to eat. You say your <laughs> you say Mom your went. prayers and stuff, and then hey, yeah, I'd be dead. like, you act like they're not going to be like, shut up, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> We're still not going to tell that's you. That's a win for me. We're that's still not going to tell you. <laughs> Instead of, like, in my case, I was saying that as they assumed I knew. Life's going, we're still not going to tell you, <laughs> silly boy. <laughs> yeah, there you Maybe go. when you're older, mm-hmm. go to your room. Go to your room. <laughs> go to your room. So the first question we actually ask is, what was your first experience with live music? Oh, uh, with live music. So my mom was on, like, the worship team as a kid. So, mm-hmm. like, that sort of, like didn't make it seem super cool (laughs) we have a lot of people like oh it's church and like i mean and that was that my own personal experience was like that that is where i learned to like play and like Mm -hmm. learn to love performing and learn to play with other people was was on the youth band but like i just grew up with you know always going to like my mom like choir concerts or church or Mm -hmm. whatever and just um like there's music happening all around me a lot of people uh, in this area have like church exposure to like oh there was a house and I, band. I or, am wondering. I mm-hmm. am wondering though if, uh, at least in the circles I run in, it feels like there's at least like a vaguely Christian adjacent, yeah, yeah, yeah. mood to the scene mm-hmm. and like with the bands that have that I know that tour through town and like who have played in my living room or have played at Bloodline Fest, which is the festival that mm-hmm. I organize mm-hmm. uh, with Pat Quigley and Kevin Schlereth, who lives out in at the well at the well. well. Pat, yeah, Last Pat's, year. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pat's at the well. Uh, Kevin is uh, a full-time tour. He was a full-time touring musician before all this happened. Right. For um, the damn Rona. Yeah, but then he is, uh, he's in St. Louis now, I think. I hate that. But, 
like, and I think a lot of that is because for young people in formative years, there isn't really a better outlet for like playing music and playing, especially playing music with people than like in a youth band. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, so I was in battle of the bands in high school and like, it was my band's first show, but, and there are a lot of people that was their band's first show. Yeah. It was like at this battle of the bands that mm-hmm. I played my Which junior year. Which to me sounds terrifying. It, I mean, it still is. Let's play in front of all of our peers so they can judge still, us right It was terrifying. Game. That is the only recording that exists of my first band. And I hate that that's the only one. <laughs> right. There was, there was a much later show that happened in a garage with uh, Nick Leatherman's garage yeah uh back when he was an electric kaleidoscope uh he's now in he was in flatel matadors and mclean and company and brides of neptune Ooh, I yeah like, that, like he's in he's in tons of different stuff but also a renaissance man yes but i mean he plays bass in all of them but <laughs> uh that tape doesn't exist anymore um but no my first real experience that really got me um actually you know what it was also at the church, like my mom gave me a bass for my 13th birthday mm-hmm. and I was like, what do I do with this? Like I, I was in piano. <laughs> what is this thing? What is this? And I was like, what do I, what do I do with this? Like, do I, whatever. What kind and of so, piano is this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like I knew what it was, but it's just like, I've never thought of a bass before, you know, right. like what 13 year old is like, oh yeah, the bass guitar. Like I wanted a guitar yeah, or yeah. I wanted nothing, you know? But then like my friend Tyler played bass on the youth band mm-hmm. and like he, was also in like a pop punk band at the time. And like, uh, actually no, they had, um, this was before that, uh, there was a ska band called the dinkles that filled in the dink, the dinkles, the dinkles, Dinkles that filled in as like the youth worship band. Mm -hmm. Dinkleberg. Dinkleberg. He was like, he played bass and sang and I was like, oh, that's what you can do with a bass? Okay, cool. And so like- Glad I, I have one. Yeah. And so I went and like, you know, learned Smells Like Teen Spirit and a bunch of MXPX mm-hmm. songs. And oh, nice. Learned Chick Magnet and uh, uh, a bunch of Blink-182 songs or whatever. Um, moved on for guitar from there. Actually, um, a little Easter egg. Uh, the track Magnetic on the Tiny Fires AP that mm-hmm. we put out last year. It just turned a year old. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. 30, Happy birthday. 30 yeah, year old that. on research, Thursday, yeah. I think. Uh, well, no, that was for the new album. Oh, shit. Uh, but, you said, nah, you wrong. <laughs> but uh, well, the new album came out this year. There's yeah, no yeah, way it could yeah, be yeah. a year old. No, no, no. That was So Tiny Fire, they were both recorded at the same time. But Tiny Fire was released last year. Mm. Pillars was released this August. But uh, the well, track so Magnetic from right. Tiny Fires started out as... How deep can I bury a cover of Chick Magnet without anyone <laughs> noticing? <laughs> and so I just like we took the bass line and we just like slowed it down and messed with the rhythm. And I always have to tell people no one can <laughs> no one can guess. It's like why can't you guys hear this? My Carrera is gonna come after me now though. So be like, man, where's my royalties? Where's my royalties? <laughs> like, you'll have them as soon as we get them, man. <laughs> you can start a Twitter beef and you can yeah. both get some publicity. There you go. So let's take it back to the beginning. Yeah, I know that this was originally a solo project yeah. from Ish. you. <laughs> he said, "Ish, ish." Yeah, I mean, so it was. I uh, was doing like the lo-fi acoustic singer-songwriter thing in college, mm-hmm. uh, kind of an accident. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't a post-hardcore band that like we just. In, 
assumed like I'm going to Bethel. Like I'm still in town. Like we're going to mm-hmm. still play, but yeah. stuff happens and people life changes and whatever. And so life we, on life's terms, it, like it became too hard to, uh, to maintain. And so mm-hmm. I just, but I was still like restless and wanting to make music. And so I'm just, I guess I'll pick up my acoustic guitar and heard bright eyes one time. And I was like, Oh cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> then did that for a while. Uh, recorded one release that was for years called uh, Nathaniel Fitzgerald versus the Industrial Revolution, <laughs> which is a name that I changed far too late <laughs> because I went for man maybe three years with that as like my name like na- like main stage moniker and like every show I played was billed under that like whether I was playing it solo or with somebody like. Mm-hmm. And it just was so like it got to the point where it was like I hate saying this. Yeah. It's so I'm sure every long. every uh, uh, every single flyer time. Maker hey, we're gonna, hated oh my you. god! No, it was always me. Oh. I, I always had to do it. Uh, and so I changed it to a rocket named Justice. Uh, I released one thing under the name A Rocket Named Justice, which is mm-hmm. like the one album that I was working on through like the whole of my college mm-hmm. because. Man, it went through like several different set lists, whatever. Ended up being seven tracks long. Yeah. And just cut a lot of the fat out. Um, but then finished it uh, like after after I graduated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then while I was recording it and actually re-recording it, I had started over from scratch at a point. And I moved to Chicago and had a roommate who listened to like just tons of really out there stuff. Like, um, like Captain a lot of- Beefheart. <laughs> Uh, more like uh, he listened to a lot of Krautrock, like German psychedelic stuff, like Kraftwerk and Can, uh, Faust and Noi and bands like that. And like, listen to a lot of like late seventies punk and new wave, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, new order, joy division, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, and really exposed, like a lot of shoegaze and stuff. And so it really exposed me to a lot of stuff that I, I didn't know and was like, Oh, this is really neat. I I I enjoy this a whole mm-hmm. lot. I was I was into like the whatever like pitchfork top hundred. <laughs> like I'd go through and be like, "What's this bus new music tag say?" <laughs> um, Andy Andrew Bird, yeah, oh I'm into that. Andrew, Andrew Bird, Bird is great. Yeah. Andrew Bird is great. Don't let me take that as a diss, but like that that was very much in like the same like sort of folksy indie twee mm-hmm. sort of thing. Everybody also knows that the bird is a word. Yes. Um, but so. As I was recording that album, I was like sort of writing the next one, which Mm -hmm. uh, eventually became the first Spaceships record and was getting more into because I had a laptop now and I'm like messing around with GarageBand and I'm Mm -hmm. moving up adding adding layers Mm -hmm. and layers and messing with effects. And I'm like, oh, cool, man, I can I can do this. And I'm getting back into stuff like Cigarose and Radiohead Mm -hmm. and really like atmospheric experimental stuff. Cigarettes. So, so good, good, amazing. Um, but yeah, so I like was recording this thing that I wrote as like this sort of twee folk thing mm-hmm. and added this stuff after the fact as like mm-hmm. to make it like this weird electronic stuff. Mm-hmm. And then while I'm writing this other thing, like it's because those influencers are coming out to the writing, right. what I'm doing there. And so then I'm just sitting for years and I am recording and layering and adding stuff mm-hmm. for good three years like on and off um and it's finally like to the time where i'm like getting ready to do it and i'm like all right i'm time to do this i'm going i'm hitting this stuff i'm doing all my design work for this stuff and 
making events and stuff. And I realized like, man, I, I hate the name of rocket name justice too, which is actually <laughs> a thought right when I changed the name, I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just go right to sp- like shorten it even further to spaceships. Yeah. Like, rocket name justice still a little long, maybe just spaceships. And then a friend was like, no, I like a rocket name justice. I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever. <laughs> Great. And then, like, like then years voice. later, years later, <laughs> he doesn't sound like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but years later I was finally like, you know what, whatever it's spaceships now. I'm, I'm, I should have done it then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't really do anything with that Rocket Name Justice album. Like, I released it and just, like, whatever. I didn't play it's any shows under it. It's just now. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just a thing that exists. It was finished. Was uh, um, Spaceships, like, all capitals from the beginning? I know that's a silly question, but, like. Uh, yeah. Because by the time I finally changed the name officially, somebody had gotten to the band camp first. And so oh. I. <laughs> and so it's so just went, to differentiate. Spaceships! Yeah. Mm-hmm. To differentiate it, it. I thought he was going to be like, yeah, I got so tired of trying to figure out what name. I was just like, Spaceships! <laughs> just all caps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Um, no, it was just like to differentiate between, yeah. mm-hmm. between the two. And like, as far as I can tell, they haven't been active since like 2013, 2014. Um, 2013 when you put out your first EP right, so I Am a Storm at Sea that is a 70 <laughs> uh, not an EP that's 70 minutes long oh Dang. shit okay <laughs> that's the album I worked on Damn for three it. years but no so then like I'm going and I'm like okay what am I gonna do with this now because like mm-hmm. a lot of things are changing too because mm-hmm. I was also um, in the process of planning the church where I'm at now mm-hmm. and so the church I was working at before we had five services a week and like I worked, I did, 100. and then like I also did the youth worship, and so yeah. like I was there, two services on Saturday, three services on Sunday, and then the youth service Sunday night, and then I also was doing the the young adult worship on Wednesdays, and so like I had no time to do anything outside of that, and so when we were going, we were doing one service only. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to get back out. I'm going to start playing music again. Oh, shoot. I probably need some people to come with me. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I need some people to come with yeah. me. And so um, I asked our original drummer, Wes, who was on the... He actually took my job at that same church you uh, said when that I left. In a very chipper voice, normally it's in a more like... No, 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 they no. They took our <laughs> More of an angry... <laughs> no, no, no. I was, so I was leaving to, start, to help uh, start the okay. new church. And like... They were like, well, who's going to do your job? I'm like, he's great. This guy. But that ended up being the job that he was working 60, 80 hours a week at. <laughs> so, um, you put that evil on him, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. But so uh, <laughs> but so he he came in and uh, helped do drums. He actually recorded some of the drums on the on that album as well because um, I'm an okay drummer. I can't. There are a lot of things I can't do. But then I also, um, I knew Ben, our guitarist now, mm-hmm. from, he was my waiter at Steak and Shake one time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was working on uh, that first A Rocket Named Justice album, mm-hmm. and I was waiting for a friend, and so I just always had my laptop with me, and so I mm-hmm. pulled it out, and I'm mixing stuff, whatever, and Ben's my waiter, and he's like, oh, you working on music? Cool. Can I hear? Cool. This is rad. Let me add you on Facebook. And then, like, we just like kept in touch. <laughs> nice. And we just somehow, like, I sent him one of the tracks, and he's like, this is dope. Do you need do you need people to help you play this? I'm like, I, yes, absolutely. I do. Uh, do you know how to play bass? He's like, sure. <laughs> so I'll figure I it out. <laughs> threw him a bass and he played bass for the first like three or four years of spaceships until uh, we brought Brett in uh, a couple years ago. That's kind of like, so. I actually, I would go as far as say, that's my favorite origin story of how a band oh, member so became, too, so far. In, mm-hmm. came into the band. Like, yeah, he was my waiter at Steak and Shake. He was and my he was waiter. Like, yeah. It's it, like, bro, that's some sick shit. Like, let me so, be in your band. <laughs> so... <laughs> So our guitarist was my waiter at Steak and Shake one time. Our drummer was in my record club <laughs> like when I was a teacher. And then Brett, who is playing bass now, 
uh, I was in college mm-hmm. leading worship at a youth group, and he was on the worship band. In the Where did you go to college band. at? Uh, I went to Bethel. Okay. Yeah. Well, I missed that. Bethel. Yeah. So like Bethel. Bethel's death. <laughs> they make toys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Mattel. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but no. So they. Uh, so he like got to know each other pretty well mm-hmm. then, and but it's like all it's like it was like two of my students and a waiter. <laughs> it's like that's my band. Sounds, it sounds like a punk band. That's, yeah. that's the name right. of a band, honestly. Two I of mean, my like, students honestly, and a waiter. Like, uh, Tom DeLong was, uh, or no. Um, Mark Hoppus was Tom DeLonge's camp counselor. Oh, no, no shit. shit. I didn't That's how they met each other. I didn't know yeah. that. Huh. At like church camp. No way. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's, that's crazy. it. You what a it what a turn that they took. What a turn that. <laughs> Especially is. the long. You must never have been Tom to, you, you must have aliens. never been. To, you must never have been to church camp then. If no, you think I, that's a turn. I went to Boy Scout camp. I went that's to Camp Emmanuel for like four years. Camp where? Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Yeah. It was in Converse, Indiana. There you go. Where Tyler Bennett's from. Oh. So that's the only reason I know where he's from. What a yeah. What is a church camp? What do you, is it like Boy Scout camp where you just like do activities for a week? Or? Oh no, I'm just talking. This, like there's debauchery around debauchery. kids sneaking off. <laughs> debauchery. Bad. You've piqued my interest. <laughs> kids sneaking off being bad. We had a shaving cream party. <laughs> <laughs> my, well, I went. <laughs> so the last year that I was a camp counselor, I uh, I got in a lot of trouble because. The there was a works bomb that was let off. A what? A, what? a oh, works bomb, l- like an Amish bomb. Oh, like the works, like okay, yeah. works, works aluminum, and foil. aluminum foil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the ca- the director of the camp was convinced that it was one of my kids. Oh, and I was like, bro, it was at ten thirty at night. I was literally tied to all of my guys. We were doing a scavenger hunt. We we're all like tied together by mm-hmm. the wrists. And also, if it was one of my guys. They sneak out every night. You know it would have been at 3 a.m. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, I just, like, he didn't like that I was standing up for my kids. Sounds like Sounds you like have a nice so. alibi. <laughs> I, I had a really great alibi. <laughs> but Sounds like he just didn't like you to just immediately point to you and be like, you I mean, it was, it was, my kids children. were, my kids were mischievous. Mm. <laughs> they were into mischief, but mm. it was mostly mostly harmless mischief. Like they'd sneak out and ring the bell. Like that's it. Like oh, you know, whatever. As kids okay. do. Just as yeah. kids do. As kids yeah. do. But but no, there's a at that camp, uh the local well, it was a local guy that dropped the bomb anyway. It was mm. like a, just a kid from the town who mm-hmm. came by. Um but there's an old saying in the town that it's nobody's sure if more souls are saved or made at Brown City Camp. Because mm-hmm. there's a there's a cornfield around the camp. Yeah. It's kind of cryptic. It's pretty uh, pretty spoopy. You can hide pretty well. Oh, with a with a friend or with a friend. Ah, uh-huh. so. a a very close friend. Oh, that's how babies are made. Actually, you go. Uh-huh. Hide <laughs> oh, cornfield. Sneak out of your dorm and you corn hide fields. in the cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah, anyway to reroute anyway. back to how the band got started. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Church uh, camp. Yeah, oh yeah, church camp. So all that. Um but no, so yeah, that's my band is just like me and just random people I've met over the years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Different ways. And I feel like meeting them randomly like that kind of takes away the anxiety that comes with trying out for new bands. Oh yeah. You know? At least having like somewhat of a like understanding of who this person is. Yeah, absolutely. Just being like a stranger, like, hey, yeah, here's my address. Come over. Right. And so I, I see those posts on Facebook all the time, and it's like I got, like it's like we are 
a drummer, a rhythm guitarist, and a bassist. We were looking for a singer. I'm like, find someone you know. Yeah. Like, this is not going to happen. Like, that's uh, the worst. Strangers. Like, just because it worked for Queen doesn't mean it's going to work for anybody <laughs> right? yeah, I've been seeing more and more posts like that where people are specifically <sighs> looking for a vocalist. Like, learn to sing, Dude, you bro. got everything yeah. else? I mean, that should be the easiest part, I think. You don't even have to learn to sing. Like, just do what Jim you do. Morrison wasn't a great singer. Neither was Kurt Cobain. I was <laughs> just All they did thinking was Kurt just Cobain. Hit it behind loud noises. Jimi mm-hmm. Hendrix thought that he was a terrible singer. He wasn't great, but like. He was passable. He knew he was a great guitarist. He was a good, he, he was, was a good, decent. he was a good blues singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I can't sing. So, like, his Hey Joe, like, he hated doing it because he. His, he wanted to make it fast, and his producer's like, no, 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 no. Everybody's doing it fast. Slow it down. Mm-hmm. I'm pre- isn't Hey Joe like one of the songs that like, because that's somebody else's hey Joe, song. Where, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he played it, and that's I, a think lot it was, of... I think it was somebody from the Animals was at a show and like saw him do that, and they were like, he was like, you're coming with me. Like, I'm going to show. I, you so. have to meet somebody. Maybe so. I think that's the origin of that story. Mm-hmm. I think I heard that on uh, I like that the drum. The, well, somebody from the Black Crows. He's got his own radio show, and he was sure. He was oh no shit! That story, yeah. I listened to that show. Yeah, it's on ninety-seven-seven at yeah. like mm, seven to ten, okay. something like that. Maybe it's pretty yeah. fun. He's got a lot of good stories. <laughs> Remember, yeah. I was no, so Cooper at the radio. At work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it really like just it's somebody I already know. Like it's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> makes so much more sense like there were when we were looking for a drummer before joel came in mm-hmm. um like there are a few people where i'm just like all right like do you i hear this guy plays drums i guess i'm gonna message him yeah uh and so there was like one guy was like oh yeah i don't have a set or a car though Ooh. Okay. So what the fuck you what do you what do you what are you asking me, guy? What are you so asking what me? Yeah, what, do you what, do you, what do you need what do you exactly <laughs> to make this possible? I need you to come get me and I need you to have your own drums so yeah, that I can play them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is uh I actually think I was about to like pick him up for an audition when I reached out to Joel. Uh, <laughs> or like, so you stopped yourself. Yeah, I was like, I, this cave. doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. But like, but then with Brett, like Brett was already he had already filled in for Ben a mm-hmm. couple times when uh, Ben couldn't make shows. And so Brett would often like he's, and he plays in dad jokes with me as well. And yeah, so yeah. he would just be like, yeah, sure. Like I'll be there anyway. And so he'd go and he'd play. And it was like the second or third time that he filled in. I was like, I think I feel just as comfortable with Brett as I do with Ben. And Ben is not a bassist naturally anyway. Like he's a guitarist. I threw a bass at <laughs> because I needed a bassist. <laughs> Which many people have to go through. Right. Yes. Yeah. Paul yeah. McCartney, <laughs> Brian Wilson. <laughs> Rip. Rip. Brian Wilson, not They're all Paul basis. McCartney. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we could say Rip to Paul McCartney because there's a conspiracy that he actually died. And then he was replaced by... Yep. We'll say Rip because William Campbell. the Beatles are dead to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Beatles are dead. But... Um, I think you already touched on this a little bit earlier about uh, some of the inspiration of what even drew you to pick up music to begin with. You mm-hmm. said your mother bought you a bass at 13, and you said that a lot of the music early in that day was MXPX. Yeah, I mean, actually, what it really was, it was, so I was... I got, like, a Radiohead, Thrice, Sugar oh, Rock, Oh, Steph Steph now, Tones, now, yeah. now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Now, okay. it certainly is, but, like, back in the day, like, to what... Got me to like really pick it up in the first place. Um, my best friend Travis, who used to play in a band called uh, Orphan Donors. That's a great Orphan name. Donors. Orphan Donors. I yeah, like they it. were a punk band back in the day. Saw them open for the Cure, the Queers a couple what? times. Ooh. Oh, the not the Cure, not the Cure, the Queers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that too. Though. I was like, what? Over the Cure? No, 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 no. Sorry, I, my my mouth 
stopped making the noise I wanted to make <laughs> while I was saying the queers. Um, I saw the queers last year in Lucasport. So yeah, no, they played in Mishawaka a couple of times. And they opened for yeah. them both times. Ooh, and nice. uh, so we were in youth group together, and he showed me because, like, I I had a CD wallet filled with like Weird Al and the <laughs> Star Wars nice. Episode One soundtrack. Like that's all that's in it. Like awesome. I I still John have Williams. it. I still dun, have dun, it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, Duel of the Fates. That track is. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so he showed me um, POD, Zayo, and Project 86 one day oh, in like cool. seventh grade. And, and it changed my life. I was like, whoa, I didn't know music could like do this. <laughs> could be you know? good, yeah. Like, I, well, and like, it was just like the first time where like ever really felt like any sort of like power in something that like mm-hmm. I felt like I, I believed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I believed in it. It was like, stirring something up in you. Right. And so like he gave me like uh Where Fire and Blood Bring Rest by or no, uh the Splinter Shards. No, yeah, yeah. Where Blood and Fire Bring Rest. Pretty sure. All those old Zayo albums mm-hmm. have like the weirdest <laughs> titles. <laughs> but like he showed that to me and I was like, This is it sounds super evil to my like mm-hmm. whatever new virgin brain. ears. Yeah, I, yeah. They were a Christian band. Right. <laughs> well, know? I mean, yeah. Like, but so is impending doom, but that sounds right. evil as oh, shit. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> it's exact exact yeah. same sort of thing. But I was like, this like this is okay. I don't know what this is, but this has just opened something up in me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so uh and then Project eighty six, like to this day, like I actually just tracked down a copy of uh Drawing Black Lines on cassette. Ooh. Because wow. I'm like I love this album and there's no vinyl issue of it yet. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy another copy of it. Um, but like it just, uh, just changed my outlook of like what I prioritized and like mm-hmm. how I expressed myself. Um, and so gen- fr- then from there is just like, all right, what, what can I, what can I listen to? Like what's new? What can I get? And so, uh, from there, like sort of discovered a lot of like, um, the Ataris and Blink-182 and MXPX and mm-hmm. all those and, mm-hmm. you know, your Five Iron Frenzies and I had my ska phase that is, it came back around. I'm in a ska band now. Um, <sighs> of and course, then, like, Nicholas leaves as soon as you mention ska. <laughs> and when he comes back, we're not going to bring it up. There He's just go. going to have to listen to this. But so mm-hmm. we, uh, um, and then, you know, in 10th grade, like discovered, or ninth grade discovered like Juliana Theory and <gasps> Further Seems Forever and oh, all the, Theory. all those, I love Juliana all the tooth so and nail. Thank you. I have heard so many people talk so much crap about Juliana Theory. Bro, I love Juliana Theory. I I had to spend buku dollars to get a fucking Australian press of uh, Love. I pre-ordered that when they reissued it. Bro. I wanted the red one, but... They just got... I I have the red one. They put a gap between the tracks. I hate that. Because there's that from Do You Believe Me to Shell of a Man that just goes right into it. There's a break now. Bro, White Days. White Days. So good. That speaks that to That album me. is great. That oh, album is great. Um, but it. yeah, so like got into emo and like through all that and Sunday mm-hmm. Real Estate mm-hmm. and Fugazi and all yes. that. Yes. Oh, and then, Fugazi, dude. dude. Repeater? Dude. You will find that I believe, as much as I love Fugazi, you will find that Repeater is one of my least favorite albums. Oh, today. really? I think, I think at last three albums are God tier. Okay. That's fair. Listen to listen to give give more attention. Like, and I feel those albums are so 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 good, but they get so little press. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe it. Music nerds will like be like, oh yeah, like shoot, like the argument. That's a great record and hits great record. But like most people, you say Fugazi, you're like, oh yeah, hell yeah, waiting room. I'm like, well, yeah, that's great. It's a great track. It really is a great track. It's a great track. But um, but no, and then like, it's around the time I got into you know, thrice and me without you and stuff mm-hmm. as well. And so, which is basically in 
the first the first time I got into Radiohead, which <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple of different discoveries of Radiohead. Um, and then, you know, from there, just all the stuff that my Chicago roommate exposed me to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, obviously I listened to a whole lot of post-rock. So. When uh, uh, I'm curious about this because I, I seem to have stumbled upon like this to the people I hang out with the most, an unknown genre of shoegaze. It's not like new. No. But for some reason. Loveless came out in 1991. Nobody fucking listens to shoegaze. And I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, check out this band. It's a genre called shoegaze. Shoegaze. Right. I'm like, bro. I'm I'm still fairly new to it. I've only yeah, been into yeah. it like the past two years, but like, yeah. When when did you stumble upon shoegaze? And what uh, was your... it was actually I think it was a, probably a little. It was probably in college. I came across a copy of Loveless at Michiana Used that mm-hmm. I passed up, which was a, one of the biggest mistakes of my life. It was fifteen dollars. <laughs> He's and this that, is what I'll think about when I'm dying in the Caribbean. Uh, like, that's one of I my shoes. Have left that record. <laughs> I don't Caribbean, have a lot of nice, regrets in life. That's nice one of them. <laughs> but then I like went home and I was like, okay, let me like find this on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like so foreign to me that I was yeah. like, oh, I don't, I don't like this. And then like, but it took me a while to like figure out um, where the rest of like, because that's a hugely influential album. Mm-hmm. And My Bloody Valentine is one of the, in terms of like guitar heroes, like there are a lot of like. Kevin Shields was one of the first people to really break the guitar away from like being sort of a melodic instrument and yeah, make yeah. it textural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so one of the first people to be like, like you can use this to like make an atmosphere. You mm-hmm. don't have to like make notes with it yeah, necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't need to play a melody. You mm-hmm. can just make an atmosphere. And so I saw I saw my bloody Valentine live and like he's just like just strumming chords, mm-hmm. but he's running it through like this like huge plethora of yeah and just pedals and shit yeah and it sounds like completely otherworldly mm-hmm. which um and just like that big lush wall uh so but like i when i finally got back into it it was like uh probably shortly after i uh moved back from chicago mm-hmm. and i had like heard my roommate talking about them and other shoegaze bands like ride and uh slow dive and uh, I think he showed me hum one time. Hum, hum, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, "This is okay. Like, this is weird. Like, whatever. Like, I gotta get used to it." Um, but then, like, I remembered them like later when I came across their names again, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Okay, now I have to like." Now I'm paying attention. Now I enjoy this. And now like, we deep dive and yes, do the research. Yes. <laughs> you, have my, you have my attention now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but. Then from there, it's like, because, like, the influence of shoegaze is just, like, it's, I feel like it's been underground for a whole long time where, like, it's been influencing everybody without, because, like, Smashing Pumpkins, Billy Corgan loved Kevin Shields. Mm -hmm. Like, Loveless, he said, changed the entire way he thought about guitar. Yeah. And how he thought about recording guitar. And, uh, like... Man, who is some other like Deftones? Deft, yeah, Lo- yeah, yeah, like Chino Marino loves My Bloody Valentine. Mm-hmm. Like one of their one of their big influences. But like you wouldn't think that Deftones, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would would find inspiration into, like, from mm-hmm. that. This yeah. like woozy, dreamy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I was, it's I was inspiration from Guy Fieri of Flavortown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but no, so like, and, but the, and then you have like this whole crop of like the um, emo revival where like all these hardcore bands are like getting into shoegaze, like mm-hmm. hundredth. Like I don't care about anything hundredth did before Rare. Yeah. Like show them, show them shoegaze, and then like show them slow dive, and then I'm interested in what they have to say. <laughs> then uh, I want to see what or like do. title fight or yep, yep, yep. turnover or mm-hmm. like uh, basement even where like yeah, these yeah, bands yeah. were like just realize and there's this whole movement in like in hardcore where like these bands are like oh well we have these riffs and breakdowns but like why can't we have a little reverb too yeah <laughs> just and then listen. like just really um effect heavy guitars in hardcore which like yeah when i was a kid and like you know listen to hardcore it's like you just drop your guitar down to D and turn up your distortion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't do anything. That was the extent of the flavor you added to the guitar. Mm-hmm. Right. But no, but then like, even like stuff like Def Heaven and yes. like, like, bro, that's basically Def Heaven. Heaven was uh Sunday. There was a groundbreaking, like I would, I had assumed like I went through the metalcore thing in mm-hmm. high school, you know, mm-hmm. like I was into Norma Jean and oh, yeah. as uh, we all Ooh, were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. should be. Oh man, do I really want to derail this conversation right now with what I'm going to say? Just because go for it. I'm, I'm, I'm in a virtual. So I have a virtual. I have a virtual band called Bears's Teeth as yeah. well, uh, and so we just started like sharing tracks and recording stuff through the pandemic. And our drummer, our, our singer that we had, is friends with Matthew Putman from Iso Karras, Living Sacrifice, Unwed Sailor, whatever. And so like he's doing drums for us, which is pretty wild. Um, big flex, <laughs> big flex. I'm a big fan of these like pandemic bands that just formed because they were right. Recorded. Yeah, just because there's nothing. Like, else I love it. Yeah, yeah, right, love and it. so and so we're one of them. And his brother, Matt Matt Putman's brother, is Corey Brandon from New Norma Jean. <laughs> and we released a new single today with Corey Brandon featured. Oh my! So, my pants just got so tight. Bro. It's a weird thing to like release a song. <laughs> With like one of the people that made you care about music, on yeah, it. dude. But oh, it feels so. It weird. has to feel yeah. really good, though. Somebody messaged the band page today to say, "Hey, I've been trying to get a hold of Corey. Can you pass a message to him?" And the I was fuck? like, "This is my life now. <laughs> I can do this. I'm like I'm Corey Brandon's secretary. Oh my I mean, I sent it to his brother or whatever, but mm-hmm. like, it's still like." But no, so like I went through all that and like kind of grew out of my scene phase, whatever. And so, mm-hmm. when, so it wasn't a, so when it, it was a phase for you. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, life for some. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I, uh, I mean, because like I went from there to like and playing those sorts of shows, yeah. and then just playing with an acoustic guitar, and so like yeah. mm-hmm. just changed the scene to stop following stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then like when somebody there came out, it was like a complete revelation to me. Like realized like. Oh, like there is metal that can be heavy and gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like this is something completely new to me, and, and I found a that beautiful combination. So, oh, oh man, like what a great time to be. Death Heaven. Oh yeah, like Death mm. Heaven, Alsace, uh, Isis, Cult of Luna, oh, Mouth of the of Architect. Luna, yes. Dude, yeah, like that's like where I am now. Like <sighs> that, and someday there was like that sort of thing, and so I need more friends who listen to this, like post hard rock shoegaze shit because like I'm in this one group on Facebook (laughs) and it's like I'm just learning about all these bands I'm like oh yeah this band's been around for like 20 years like bro I've never even heard of this band man there's so many bands like that there's so many bands like that and that's one of the things I love as a music fan is that like there's just always something else to hear like you've never heard everything no you know and so it's it's real great Um, but no so like that so Sunbather like dove me off the cliff and like into all those other really heavy, mm-hmm. beautiful bands that mm-hmm. like now is mostly what I listen to, and then realize like 
talking to, you know, showing it to Ben and showing it to Joel and then being like, oh, yeah, like, this is great. Like, have you heard these guys? And like realizing mm-hmm. like, oh, we all really like heavy music. And so Son of Man, which is the album we came out with in 2014. It's also uh, a great 20, Phil Collins song. Sorry, 2016. Right. Son of Man. Wait, what? From Tarzan. Tarzan. Yeah, Tarzan. Yeah. Something. something. Man. Oh, maybe so. This is 2018 from what I had according to Spotify. Oh. Oh, we uh we changed our distribution. Yeah, uploading oh, okay. it changes the Yeah, we changed our distribution because Spotify. we found My apologies. It's, re- it's, it's really fine. annoying. It's fine. Yeah, that was 2016. Um but like we wrote this as like an indie thing. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all discovered that we were super into metal. And so, like, <laughs> just played it as loud as we could. <laughs> I like how that was never a conversation you had, and you just happened to say, like, oh, we all really like metal, Oh, this huh? is- oh you too? You too? <laughs> oh, okay. wow. Okay. I can't believe we never discussed this before. Yeah, and so we, we just, like, made the songs as heavy as we could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. so you're talking about how you kind of found out that these metal bands were able to yeah. take the really heavy stuff and just change the timbre of the music and you end up falling in love with that yeah, which yeah, yeah. you have to appreciate because we all have bands that we love that are metal bands that end up changing the genre that they normally right. played in to something more poppy or you know pop culture mm-hmm. appropriate I a, which yeah, yeah. yeah i had a friend sucks. i had a friend send me he was like hey I know you probably want it like this, but I want you to listen to it and send me the new Bring Me the Horizon album. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. You don't want to hear what I have to say about this, actually. No, 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 no. <laughs> but that's what's no, no, no. great when you hear about bands that take the metal that yeah. you grew up with and they just start to right. you know, go even deeper into the rather than changing right, the right, genre. Right. Because mm-hmm. like you almost lose a little bit of your fan base by jumping genres. Right. Sometimes. Well, and, and even what's funny, though, is that I have a friend who has the worst music takes of all time. And he said that Deaf Heaven sounded like Poppy as I lay dying. I'm like, have what? you heard either as I lay dying mm-hmm. or pop music or Deaf Heaven? <laughs> have you heard any of these bands? You sound like you don't know what you're talking about, sir. Mm-hmm. And I would appreciate if you would sit down. Yep. 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 Well, okay. So I like, have spoken. <laughs> so like an example that immediately comes to mind would be Paramore, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Love mm-hmm. the shit when I first started listening to it, their early, early stuff. And then now Haley Williams as a solo artist doing very, like her stuff sounds good, but it's not the stuff that I want to listen to. It's the same career arc as Gwen Stefani from Mm -hmm. No Doubt, which was a ska band. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes it was. To then like just making like a hip hop R&B album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I still, yeah. Yeah. Ain't no holla back, girl. I'd say, I wouldn't say their hits were ska. Tragic Kingdom was a ska record. Ooh, I love that act. That mm. Ow. Spiderwebs? Spiderwebs? I'm saying like the, the a... most radio friendly hits. No, you're talking of, you're talking no I'm a girl. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. Just a girl just and a don't girl, speak. Like that. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What made them popular was not ska. Right. That's true. Yeah, that's sure. yeah, that's true. As it never saw, does, as yeah. dad jokes is like. <laughs> <laughs> I love dad jokes like so much. <laughs> I know. I've been wanting them on the show too. But Well, like, I'm right here. You guys are also like <laughs> There's, there's like a thousand people in that band. There's and 14 of us. There's 14 of us. And Make we live 15. in different states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of us played in that band right there. That band we will, that we'll remain nameless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. I don't think so. Yeah, I think I talked to Pat about <laughs> when he was on Skies Me. I was like, bro, I want dad jokes on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. But like. The, the You're just sh- going to get all of us to, from our other bands. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, well, this is like just like a project we do, but we're also, we all have our own like a band that we're Which like gets, super dedicated it, it, to. It actually gets kind of annoying because like we play a lot of festivals and stuff and mm-hmm. like 
we want to play with our like main things, but the people who book like, and I know from experience booking a festival, is such a hard thing. Cause like every decision that you make for a band, that means another band that you want to invite can't come. Right. Yep. And so a lot of promoters would be like, well, you know, I want to get Nat and Pat and Pat and Scott and Brett mm-hmm. over here. So I'll just book the band that they're all in mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead of taking up like seven spots on, right. the, yeah, on yeah, yeah. the fest, just book the one. And then that's six other bands I can invite. Right. Which is almost so. like a convenience. Yeah, it is. You know. Yeah. It's and so what ended world. up happening is uh, dad jokes played audio feed last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's a generator stage thing there. I'm like, whatever. If, if I'm going, then I'm playing a spaceship set. <laughs> <laughs> The, I will come with dad jokes. Also played, a, also played a Me Without You cover set that some people thought we were the real Me Without You. Oh. <laughs> Did you sign any autographs as Me uh, Well, so there are a few people who like heard it playing and ran from across the like, thing. <gasps> what? I Surprise! One of, the guys, one of the guys from Dad Jokes said that he saw some guys like pull out their phones and look up pictures of the band and like do the Double whole check, like, is like, that, is that, that, is that him with a beard? Is no. that him without a beard? Um, <laughs> yeah, and, but there was a woman who came up for me after, was like, I don't know if you remember, um, I'm from Latvia, and a number of years ago, you came through my country. I'm like, I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> we did not. We are not uh, the real me without you. She's like, yeah. are you kidding? Oh, you we like, sweet we summer child. Like, are you kidding? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you were very convincing. I'm like, thank you. I really appreciate that, but I'm really <laughs> sorry that I disappointed you by um, yeah. shattering the dream right. that I was actually there. Right. Um, also, so Santa Claus isn't real, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but that so that's my workaround. There is uh we just I'll just make it happen if Dad jokes gets booked in space. Like Tim Gunn <laughs> and Project Runway, make it work, make yeah. it work. Yeah, which actually okay. So just like side story, since you're talking about people like the person from Latvia coming up and talking yeah. to you, that just made me remember. I had a friend. Mm-hmm. She looks almost exactly like Celine Dion, <laughs> right? And she was at this restaurant in Cali, and this guy from China came up talking she, to her, <laughs> thinking she was Celine Dion, Bro, and he was that dude he was autograph. completely like. Amazing. And she starstruck. She went with it. She yeah. started see- and she could sing too. And she what? started singing for him. Perfect. And he Give was that man what he wants. <gasps> and Just he started. Do it. I- they have a video of it, and he starts crying with happiness Amazing. in the middle of this restaurant see? while she's singing to him. That's, that's evil. That's, that's why evil. you should just lie to people. Just give them what they uh, want. No, I thought I'm it was kind of sweet. Of it. I that's that's fun to do. What are the chances he would ever actually meet Celine Dion? This dude now has a story. Oh, but if he does, he's gonna, oh. if he does though, <laughs> no. I oh, I saw you, you at that. Yeah. No, you, you didn't. You sang for me. She lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But see, he'll still get. He'll I still think, have that memory. I don't think that's. He funny. wanted an autograph. He wanted a picture taken Amazing. and everything. Amazing. It was picture, a really cute video. I don't know. The picture the truth, I wouldn't have be done to. because yeah. then he could like show people and be like, "That's mm-hmm. not her." Right. But like, I would have. I would have been like, "No photo, but I'll sing for you. I'll give you an autograph. Whatever." And then you can go home and well, that, you can enjoy your life. There's this picture I saw on Reddit where it was like, yeah, so I met Michael Jackson as a kid and I was at my mom's and I just found the picture and I don't know who this guy was. <laughs> <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen that. I've seen some, that. Just some guy it. with long hair and a red jacket. <laughs> no, no, I have it. seen that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes me think of that photo of like the dude. He's like, yo, my girlfriend's so beautiful. And it's like a, a girl who looks like, oh, damn, you should ask Annie if she's, she's okay. okay. <laughs> Because uh. this lady looked exactly like Michael Jackson. <laughs> mm-hmm. So one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, because you're, you're, from the shows that I've seen of you guys, your music is very full, yeah, yeah, very yeah. big. What is, what is the writing process? Is it something, 
This is something I always ask people. Is it something that you're like, yo, I wrote this, y'all learn it? Or is it like, hey, I wrote this thing, and then everybody adds a li- their spice mm-hmm. to the, uh, there's the goulash? A, there's a mix of it. So because I used to do everything myself, uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, and also because I have very poor impulse control, <laughs> I will often, like, I'll put down a loop for something, mm-hmm. and then I'll, like, play a lot of And a lot of the writing, that, a lot of the songs we have are built on these, like, interplays where like the bass is playing a line and the guitar is playing a line they're not necessarily following each other yeah and so a lot of that just comes from me sitting with a loop pedal and when we go to like you know i'll at least like form a lot of times i'll have like a demo that's like mm-hmm. some mo- structure yeah, yeah. like Here's a lot the of it's idea. in there sometimes a song will just spill out of me and i'll be like guys <laughs> yo this is it <laughs> um but uh any, anytime i show it to them though like there's always going to be stuff that they add to it mm-hmm. and so uh i quicksand the first album on the record or the first song on pillars mm-hmm. um it was it was written during a time when like both ben and joel were on vacation mm-hmm. and it was like i had this idea and i was like i need you guys to be here but you're not <laughs> here and so i pulled out garage band and i just mm-hmm. like started recording whatever and uh which was also the moment that m- made us really realize we really need a fourth member. Like, <laughs> we really there, need it. There is stuff that's going on. And it's like, maybe I can loop these parts. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe we'll try to do that. And then it's like, why don't we just ask Brett? Yeah. Um, But so I like handed, I like sent them this thing. It was like, I, here's the song we got to learn. Mm-hmm. Let's learn this song. And it was up in like pretty close to when we were recording. Like, we're going and we're playing this part and Joel's playing this drum. He had originally had this drum part on Tom's and I was like, Joel, do you, are you married to that drum part mm-hmm. there? Like, do you, do you really love that? It's like, no, I just did that. Cause that's what you were doing in the demo. I was like, dude, I can't play drums. <laughs> like Don't you can I- play drums. <laughs> so you do something. Yeah. You do be Joel. Use your skill. <laughs> you do be Joel. You do be Joel. That is be what Joel, I, do I tell good. him that. I tell him that all the time. You do be Joel. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, so like a lot of the stuff will like come out and it's about half formed or mostly formed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever, whatever I hand them, they will always have something else. Ben on when he, his lead stuff is almost always, I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's, he's doing his own thing. Yeah. He's doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's doing it great. And yeah. so like there was a bit when we were for like before we all got back together as a four piece and started playing in that context, I was like, okay, like, I guess maybe like. This will free so he can play these rhythm parts and that'll free me up to do this. And then like he went and he started doing like these because I have sort of played like this sort of hybrid rhythm lead for years as a Mm -hmm. three piece. And I'm used to taking up all the room I can. Right. right, And then like I didn't think there was any more space. And then he like comes in, like comes in above me and like finds like this extra You found more space in the ship, did you? Yeah. I'm like, whoa, Ben, where was that? (laughs) <laughs> where was that hiding okay cool and so like there's um when we play even songs from son of man live because that was all three piece and mm-hmm. so like i'll play solid ground which like i'm doing this like tappy lead part like i thought whatever i don't know what sort of rhythm part you're gonna put to this mm-hmm. he just plays this other high lead thing I'm like oh i forgot you were good sorry man <laughs> <laughs> sorry man i forgot you were good forgot she was good that's why like i think it makes sense because as i was reading it, it said like 
you guys really did take it like a life form of your own after yeah. you started recruiting the members yeah. to do live performances. Right. And like you guys really just started the songwriting process, yeah. building it together and stuff. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And so my, my biggest regret really with uh, Storm at Sea was that I recorded it and I was getting ready to release it. And then I put a band together. And as soon as we started playing those songs, I'm like, I don't know these songs. I've right. never heard these songs before. Mm-hmm. Was that the point where you decided, like, I want to do something live or? Uh, I wanted to play the record live. Mm-hmm. I okay. wanted to play what we had. And so, but like, there is a completely different energy in a room with other people. Than mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. What I right. just laid it, like myself. it was basically your vision at the time, right? Yeah. And you're just bringing these other people in. Yeah, you got to try was, to explain yeah, to them recorded, what's going on. Yeah, I had recorded everything and like basically like, all right, here are the songs we're gonna play. These songs like this, and then play the songs. But then, <laughs> as, then as soon as I like actually started hearing them, I'm like, I didn't know this song. Why did I release this? This wasn't <laughs> right. done. That's not how the song goes. Why did I mix it like that? <laughs> Do it. Um, Do like that. Did I write this? <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's not even just that. It's just like the context of it. It's right. just so... Um, personal, maybe, when you first no, write it, it? Not not personal. I have... I'm very... Man, I have poor, very poor boundaries regarding like sharing personal stuff. And so like, it's never been like a, oh, this is too personal to me, but it's just like. But I mean, I feel like that's kind of the bittersweet thing about being an artist, you know, is that someone takes what you've given them and they've been able to basically make it into something so much Mm -hmm. more extravagant. Yeah, 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 sure. It's like Um, you're not the only one holding the clay. Yeah, which forms the bowl. He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, sure." Yeah, no, yeah. that's, that's, that's <laughs> cool, cool, a good. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. No, and so actually, it was the, it was mostly the the electricity that was in the room once mm-hmm. you got other people in there doing the mm-hmm. thing. And so um, after after Storm at Sea, with the exception of a couple singles that we've done, mm-hmm. like every every album, like so, Son of Man, Tiny Fires, and Pillars have, were all re- recorded live. Mm-hmm. We just tracked all the instruments at the same time, and then oh, I did no. vocals over it because uh, I was like, right? "I'm not going to spend three years multi-tracking <laughs> this yeah, again." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it just was so felt so tedious to me. Um, which is, you know, I'm getting back into that mind space now that I'm in a remote band. And we're so uh, I mean, around. quarantine kind of forced yeah. that hand. <laughs> so now, with my corrected like timeline, you sure. said uh, "Son of Man" came out actually in 2016. 2016, then, right? correct. So then you did Tiny Fires in 2019 and Pillars in 2020. Yes. Why the sudden, like, we got to do the, both of these things right now? Uh, so we recorded Son of Man in 2015. And it took, like, a year and a half almost between, like, we went into the studio in July of 2015. Uh-huh. And then we um, started a crowdfunding to, like, fund a vinyl pressing for it yeah and that vinyl got in people's hands november 2016 and i don't have a fucking spaceship's vinyl well they sell them at ignition if you'd like one are they still there are they still (laughs) there okay i'm running out of copies of son of man i think they have a few left okay um but so like the album and even like digital wasn't done until the next june so part of it was like, all right, we want to do this at one time. We mm-hmm. record everything at once. And then I want to have it like the original plan was to like release the EP, push the EP real hard, and then like 
fund everything before we even announce the full length. Right, right, right. And so the original plan was like to pay to to mix the record, pay for the record, pay for the vinyl pressing, mm-hmm. and then once we had stuff in hand, be like, yes, look, here we go. We have yes. a full length album, suckers. But then like <laughs> uh kind of dropped with the pandemic killing everything. We had yeah. uh five shows in April that we were on the books and the first weekend was like four fifty. $450 guarantee that was going to like get Whoa. us to pay the album. Yeah, like yeah. that's it. Like the album's paid off. Now everything else can go to to pay for mastering and mm-hmm. uh and vinyl and everything Damn. like that. But, you know, stuff, you know, pandemic mm-hmm. happened and so mm-hmm. we had to change our plan a little bit, but um pandemic happened. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, but it was still like uh just a lot of it was just like the motivation was like we have cuz we write a lot. Mm-hmm. Like my our text chat, like our group chat is like just filled with demos, like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I love like, that. here's <laughs> a thing. Here's an idea. Like, is there a thing here? Um, and then like just kicking back and forth. And so uh, just the motivation was like, all right, let's clear this backlog. Like we have all these songs we've been working on. Like, mm-hmm. let's do a thing. Let's finish a thing. Um, we are also planning on doing a split with a band from. Um, Virginia called Eves, but Ooh. that uh sort I of fell splits. apart. <laughs> sort of fell apart. We we were sort of looking for another band to be on that split, but it's still it's in it's in limbo now. It's in limbo. But Tragic. someday, someday, maybe one of these nights. Yeah. But Sorry, I, I mean, but yeah, it's nice. it's like um, and part of the other thing was like we had we hadn't written an album. So son of man wasn't written as son of man. Like it was just a collection of songs that mm-hmm. were sort of vaguely thematically related because they were vaguely like written around the same period or whatever. But to say like, all right, like let's put an end, like a goal to this project mm-hmm. and then write to that. And so that is part of that to, um, just to get stuff done, you mm-hmm. know, uh-huh. What's in the future for spaceships? Um, well, we're gonna keep writing stuff. I mean, um, this is—I mean, like, if there was ever a time riveting. to do it, I mean, we're in a pandemic. Damn it, fascinating! You're gonna yeah. keep writing, huh? Riveting. Yeah, no, fascinating, um, doctor. <laughs> Hi. Uh, so we we had a tour planned for July. Mm-hmm. No shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was kind of it was kind of good that things fell apart as they were because like we were getting close to the wire and there's some people that like were not returning my emails. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, no. uh, <laughs> we're gonna have some dead spots in this tour, boys. Um, but oh, we're gonna, gonna have to find a fucking Barnes and, and Noble to jump in real quick for two days. Or <laughs> there you go. Um, what about Barnes and Noble? Yeah, just yeah, just show up at a Barnes and Noble and just plug in. Like it's fine. <laughs> Yo, I've seen. They I've don't gone mind. to the mall before and people are just playing in Barnes and Noble. I'm like. Bro, I didn't know you could do this. I like at UP? definitely played at the huh? mall before. Yeah, the UP. Yeah. Like at inside the mall. store or outside? I mean, it's usually like both. guys uh, with acu- a... it's like people with acoustic guitars. Like yeah, It's yeah. not going to be like a full band. No. <laughs> right. Man, we, That'd be rad. You that could, would be cool. Try it. I'm sure we could try uh, it. I'd love to get like that uh, flat top grill oh, and yeah. then go yeah, outside <laughs> right there and just eat while watching. Well, there's a stage outside of flat top grill that I've seen a full that I've seen full bands on before. I've been on that stage. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. No, I, I meant that literally. But like, 
I didn't mean if I sounded like <laughs> facetious. Wow. Like, That's so cool. That's so cool. Oh, oh, wow. Cool, 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 cool. But yeah, but no, so we're, we've got stuff writing, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Writing, always making music and trying to do that. We had, uh, we had a live stream a couple weeks ago that we were trying to do probably a couple other ones. Um, thinking maybe, maybe I'll do a live stream of just a bunch of songs about the end of the world that I wrote since the world is kind of started ending a little faster than usual. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, kind of, I, I love this idea. To be, today being November 2nd, 2020. Yeah. What do you guys plan on wearing to the civil war two? <laughs> um, well, I'm not going to attend, so I will just be Wait, at home. Civil war two. Yeah, the second yeah. Civil War. Civil War's coming, bro. I keep seeing the Civil War conversations, but I feel like that's just everyone like being sarcastic. No, no, oh, there's like a actual... joke. There were some people banking on it. Though. I think like it's a joke, but like it's on both sides. <laughs> but see what happened. No, there there are people both. There are people banking on it. All we have to the do, boys. is if we talk about it enough, it then becomes a tulpa, and the more we talk about oh, it, the more it comes believe to life. in it, it becomes real. Mm-hmm. Like Area Fifty One. That's exactly what I go. was thinking. No. The Area 51 Not Area 51. Thing. There's a real place. Okay, I'm talking the more like on Area 51. talking about like uh, 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 Slender Man. How Slender Man was just uh, a Reddit yes. thread, but it became so real. Or two girls stabbed their friend 13 okay, times in yeah. honor of the I Slender that Man. Documentary. Oh, yeah. Weird. But first, when you said, uh, yeah. uh, uh, I thought you were going to say life. No, I was thinking it as in the sense that Civil War Two was like how Area Fifty, the rate of Area Fifty One became an actual date that right, people right, right. came uh, to. It, w- it started as a funny meme, and then it and like, then yeah. people were like, happened. "Okay, we're meeting here, here at this time. Be ready." And then the military <laughs> was like, "Nice try." Don't fucking do it. We will kill you. <laughs> Actually, this will be the third Civil War because if you remember the second, it was against Iron Man. Captain <laughs> oh, there you go. Right, 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 right. I how was waiting. We, how can we forget? How can we forget? Yeah, America's I was, ass. I was waiting for a Marvel. <laughs> how can we forget? Though. Um, God, yeah. I, you know, I'm actually my wife and I are poll workers tomorrow, so we have to be at the poll at five a.m. Five a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. It's Tuesday. So like, raise the flag. Yeah, but it's election day. Election day is on Wednesday. Oh, we're no, the election day is the third. Election day is tomorrow. Yeah. Well, fuck. I messed that one up. I, I think voted, it's on so. Wednesday for some reason. It's always it's Tuesday. Yeah. Oh damn. Always a Tuesday. And That's it's how it, you know they don't want you to vote because yeah. it's on a Tuesday. Yeah. It's so it's funny. Monday. Pe- yeah. Well, Monday. People can get Columbus Day off, but not election. Not That's election exactly what day I was off. saying. To some yep. people. No. You got to force your employers to be aware of the fact that you're going to vote, and they can't keep you at work because it is a constitutional right to vote. Somebody was uh, somebody in the poll worker training was like hey so my boss won't let me take off so i can't work the poll or can i come after work you can just not go to work bro right what are they gonna do fire you because you went you went to go work to vote to vote i think they have to let you vote they don't have to let you take off Uh, the day to be a poll worker that's true but uh i don't know the voting 14 hour day yeah Yeah. so i don't think voting is just an in and out thing Mm -hmm. i think you have to stand in line for several hours sure but it's a 14 hour day if you're a poll worker like minimum wait so when do they open six holy shit when they close at six but then everybody who's at, in line at six has to be allowed to vote. Dang. Oh, so they're already there? Okay. If so you're already if in, you're line, in line, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody else can come, but everybody in line at six o'clock has to be allowed to vote. Dang. So okay. I went into the So we might, be get, we might get out at nine if there's a long line. I went in the middle of the day last week, and from the time I left my car to the time I got back, 
maybe 20 minutes. It was nice. Oh, 20 really? minutes? Where'd yeah. you go? Oh, that's right. You're in a small... I, I live in Marshall County. Small oh, town. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I went to the, Mich- the Mishawaka County City Building, and it was a two and a half hour wait on a Monday afternoon. Yes. I went there, uh, what was it, Tuesday? Yeah. And then I stood in line for two and a half hours, yep. and I got in there, and they were like, did you register? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, what county? I was like, well, I moved. And they were like, oh, so. Uh, got to register again. Yeah, they called They called Elkhart, and they were like, yeah, he's not registered here. And I was. they were like, well, I was like, well, I registered, like. I got an email and everything. And they're like, oh, well, you're not in the system. So maybe next year. I'm like, no, what I, was, the? I, was wow. the book, I waited two and a half hours. Too hard to vote. First time I ever tried to should vote. Should it be? I, they, should they, they not be. Yeah. You are correct. It should not be hard to vote. No. I but. I feel like if, if you have like an ID, then you should be able Attached to vote. Attached to your, secret, your social security number. Like Travesty. There are ways, there are ways to be aware of who people are. Yeah. So. But yeah, just like pull into my Netflix account, bro. It's, that's how you'll know <laughs> I who have I am. Netflix. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm an American citizen. I also have the WWE network. There we go. Okay, here's my name. <laughs> I have there a speedy go. rewards card. I am. I am a true American. Living for the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Ooh, who knew that was the way to get him over? <laughs> the, <laughs> okay, you know what? Cousin over the bus. His heel run is the most interesting thing going on right now. Ooh, it's good. I really like uh, I really like Fiend Alexa Bliss too. I'm digging that, but I'm thinking like she's practically Ray- feral. Yeah. <laughs> she's like I mean I've always loved Alexa Bliss. That I can't. <laughs> I was introduced so when I started watching again, like I was into it as a kid, obviously. But then we're gonna like, have to, we're gonna talk about wrestling for a second. That's all right. Every wrestling, almost every podcast that Spaceships has been on has become a wrestling <laughs> conversation. <laughs> um, but so I w- when I first started watching Alexa Bliss, it was when she was like. In the feud with Nia Jax is like bullying Nia Jax. Oh and like, shit! So it was like her like bratty prissy popular kid mm. character. I'm like, this is not an interesting character. No. I do not care about Alexa Bliss. And then she was hurt for a long time. So like, I just didn't see her. She for she so had long. like her moment of bliss show during that time when she was hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, she was gone for a while though. She was gone for yeah. three months or so. But then and then came back, started doing moment of bliss, and then like. Was able to compete. It was real. It, it took me a while to figure out, like, oh, Alexa Bliss is kind of good. Alexa Bliss is really good. <laughs> she was just playing, like, just creative. Didn't know what to do with that character right then. Um, it was like, which is the same curse that like Finn Balor was dealing with Balor, when he was when he was in WWE. Like, they just didn't know what to do with him. So like, like, they dude, did at first, but then he got hurt. <laughs> yeah. Well, but like. This dude can powerbomb Bobby Lashley. Like, how is he not the champ? My man, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> U.S. I champion. Had, I have had very few wrestling action figures, but one of them that I did own was a Bobby Lashley. I have only had two and in my entire life. And that's going to be an information that I will know for the rest uh, of my life. <laughs> so what, can I ask one question? Like, yes. Like, uh, what era? Uh, is it like new stuff now? WCW or talking about like, versus NWO. Okay, so I'm going to guess Sting. Yep. Yep. Um, and then I'm gonna guess Hollywood Hulk Hogan. No. Mm. Sable. No. Ray Mysterio Jr. It's a trick question. They're both sting. Oh, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say Kevin Nash. Ooh, no. I, you know I like Kevin Nash honestly. Big sexy. Big sexy. Big sexy. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna take this too further because of wrestling and stuff because you know. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. But no, like that. just make voting easier. Make voting. Yeah, easier. make voting oh, yeah, easier. That's where it all comes Automatic <laughs> voter registration. <laughs> You're yeah. spying on us anyway. 
Yeah, I feel like I should just be able to do it through Facebook. <laughs> right. It's been hounding me about voting stuff for the past month. <laughs> you can, turn that, you can turn that off. Yeah, but... I voted two weeks ago. I'm a poor. You can't vote any further. <laughs> you can't vote any further. You already voted. I can't do it anymore. It's illegal. So there's one thing that I did seem to notice, that there happens to be a uh, reoccurring theme in this... Uh, yeah, I, I, it's not strong enough. To, like you'd say, like it's a concept album or whatever. Right. Uh, there is some. There is some. Uh, there's definitely some shit going on <laughs> when we were writing it. <laughs> cool. <True. laughs> cool. 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 Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> there's true, some true, shit true, going true. on this album. You should check it out. <laughs> no, like while we were writing it, there was some shit going on while oh, we were writing okay, the album. Okay. Damn it. No. That um, would have been really funny to just leave it at that. <laughs> Yeah, there's some shit going on. You should check it out. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, Anyways. <laughs> so around, it was, uh, man, it was right around the time that Son of Man came out, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because Son of Man was a lot about the world ending. <laughs> um, I like this concept. Lot, yeah. Like, it's just like, the there's the track on there, Solid Ground, which basically is just like a meditation, like what lasts when like stuff falls away? Because like, the world falls apart all the time. Yeah. Uh, and so like, what's going to, what's going to be left there doesn't and your human body fall apart like every seven years yeah and it just sheds and you get new it doesn't it's, i mean it's apart. not like a, it's not like you're molting or something like that it's just like the slow process of regenerating cells no it takes like, to think that it's no like it's a seven molt. years is when seven years is when all of them stopped decaying from an old cycle of skin to a new cycle of skin oh, sounds a lot like molting okay. to me but it's, it's molting to the sense you don't even notice it, though. Sure, yeah, Because yeah, it's yeah. A, over a long period right. of time. Can you imagine? It's not like you, like, break out of, like, your snake skin or whatever and shimmy you, out. Like a shimmy That'd be super like weird. Like a cicada, Like dude? a snake? Bro. Like a what? snake, Like a snake, maybe. not what a bug. What if people did that? Well, that'd be super weird. Um, <laughs> <but> so, <laughs> goes, That's weird. I don't want to talk about it. Or um, <laughs> moving on. But so... Why won't anybody tell me? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we released this album, and it was a couple weeks... After that, um, mm-hmm. so I've, I've mentioned before, I, I'm on staff at a church. Mm-hmm. I like helped start this church, and um, it came out a couple weeks after Son of Man came out that the pastor had been having an affair. <gasps> and Scam. so it was Whoops. like he and his wife were the co pastors, like they're leading this church together, they're teaching every other week, whatever, yeah. they're trading off stuff. And he has an affair with her best friend, <gasps> and then it was just like this super scandalous. Yeah, this question is just like, all right, so. What is this going to look like? Like, this is my community of people that I'm in. Like, yeah. who is going to stick around? Like, there are people in this room right now that, like, I will, maybe this is the last time I'm going to see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might not have a job in a month. Oh, like, right. I might not, like, what is going to happen with, um, like, with this marriage of these people who I've been close friends to yeah. for a long time. And, like, also, like, what happens now that I have realized that this person that I have trusted for a long time, trusted enough to quit a job to follow to start a new job, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has now been revealed to be like a uh, just this duplicitous snake. Well, like, it, and so there's a lot of that. And like a, a lot of the album is, you know, I, I always write music first, yeah. almost exclusively. Uh, the, actually, the track Pillars on here is like the first time in my life that I've actually like have written words without a, not first time in my life, but first time in a long, long, long time that I've yeah. written words without a guitar in my hand. You did lyrics and then lyrics the music came out. Yeah, like I had like the vague chord structure in my head yeah, yeah, that yeah. I could hear, but like other than that, like it's like, I'll be 
playing a riff and then like just kind of humming whatever comes naturally and then eventually like words will fall into yep. and it's always like out of the overflow of whatever's going on in my life you mm-hmm. know so like it's like, um, a, it's like it's a its own therapy. You're just kind of like vomiting. It's, it's the subconscious. And, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's just whatever is like bubbling around in my subconscious. Mm-hmm. Just sort of like I'll because I'm, I'm like that way. I'm just like sort of humming and like mumbling stuff, and then mm-hmm. like my brain's like, oh, here's a consonant that I can latch onto. What's a yep. con- what's a word that sounds like that? Oh, what's what's now that this word's in place? What idea is that form? Yeah, like, just sort of like yep. goes that sort of like this like Rorschach sort of uh flow of consciousness i writing. love the freestyle like just jam and right just and letting so because words come out because that crisis was at the forefront of my mind throughout <laughs> the whole thing i had big feelings <laughs> and so right and so <laughs> it was just a lot of like and a lot of the time like most i feel like a lot of my like office hours at the church that day was talking with my boss now like the only one left yeah and just I sort of became the person that she would just vent. Yeah. yeah. And was like, I'm not going to give very good advice. (laughs) I'm just going (laughs) to sit here. Like you have all the permission of the world to say whatever you want. Sometimes all you need to do is listen. Right. And so like, and so a lot of it's like processing through these things Mm -hmm. that she's processing through, like sort of, uh, um, man there's a word for it that i vicariously yeah like just sort of vicariously processing through the same same things that she's listening to or or going through the things that she's dealing with are dealing with me as well Mm -hmm. and i it just sort of bubbled out and so like quicksand was very much about that pastor like (laughs) doing things well discovering Mm -hmm. like oh this is who you really are so it was almost like you were grieving for the loss of a friend or somebody that you trusted. Oh, Quicksand is not a very grieving song. <laughs> no. Well, like grief doesn't have to be. Yeah, no, like, Monst- you know. I mean, Monsters absolutely is. Yeah, but no, so Quicksand is like uh, it would, probably the angriest song I've written where it's like just a lot of stuff like you're a vampire. Like you're just sucking every good thing out of my life. Like you are. Psychic ooh. vampires are a real thing and you should avoid yep. them at all costs. You are, you're a shapeshifter. Like you have never shown me who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you are quicksand. Like you are just pulling me down. You are filling my lungs. I cannot breathe. And it's like mm-hmm. also like a mix between that and a mix between different toxic relationships I've had, toxic friendships that mm-hmm. I've had. And it's like, this is, you are not a good person to be around and mm-hmm. I am going to let myself feel every ounce of that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Quicksand was also the very first like really intentional attempt to write like a heavy song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like we wrote all those indie songs that we played as loud as we could. And like, what if we started there? <laughs> what if we started there? Mm-hmm. Um, and then like monsters is a similar idea is like, it's verse one is like, all right, I hear this person like calling my name. So I'm going to like go follow them. But then it's like, oh, now that person's a monster mm-hmm. and yeah, I am like running from them. They are trying to eat me. Bro, They're trying to destroy me. That's when to go rule number one, bro. You, when you hear it, don't fucking go towards it because yeah. all it wants to do is eat you. Like you were baited. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that. it was a monster, man. Well, see, this is we're going to we're going to circle it back. Was a doing the monster mash. We're going to circle back <laughs> to go. Chris's number one rule for success. Don't trust anyone. You were baited into a situation. I mean, not even like it's a lot of that's more toward uh, my my friend's experience. Right. It was just like Mm -hmm. there's this person that she has trusted. You know, she has married this person, has raised Mm -hmm. children with this person. And then like 
realize like now like oh okay you want to destroy me now Mm -hmm. all right now i see now i see what's going on um but then like it's not even all the that anger is not even the whole thing like there's like there's there's a bit of hope like we try to throw some hope in there like because uh the song joy pain Mm -hmm. um like has the line is like uh when the world falls away uh the pillars strong enough will stay will carry you but the towers that give way because they can't hold our weight let them fall like there are things that will fall away that we put our trust in that like will fall away and like things that we have like built up and built ourselves on that can't bear that weight Mm -hmm. and they deserve to fall when they fall because they never should have held you up in the first place Mm -hmm. and so whether that's uh you know a a bad relationship or whether it's um a codependent thing or a bad job or like just or, a, or something temporary like false anything, sense of security yes anything yeah. like this this false sense of security if it's if it's not going to be lasting mm-hmm. just don't keep it around don't keep it around yeah, yeah it's um so yeah and so like the track pillars that ends the album like has this repeated refrain is just burn it all down. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like there's so much in our lives that we hold on to that are just completely worthless. That is just like not everything in your life is meant to be there forever. Sometimes right. And you're not just everything supposed to learn something. And from not it. everything that and you lose on. is a great loss. Yeah. Not everything you lose is a loss. Mm-hmm. So um, I think there are times where a bit of wildfire is a, is a good thing. I mean, because literally we yeah. know wildfire is a good thing. Like yeah. yeah. Good, for, good for the soil. You're supposed to do that. And the reasons that we're seeing so many wildfires now is because we haven't allowed that process to happen. Yep. And so we were seeing quite literally how damaging that process is. And so um, and that was uh, in the situation in in my church. It was like there is a lot of stuff that needed to have a controlled burn, but mm-hmm. it never did. And mm-hmm. so it just burned out of control and destroyed some lives. Is that Killswitch's song name? Oh, Controlled Burn or is that something else? You know, uh, about? this fire burns. That's right. It was uh, Kane's Entrance. Mm, no, no. Kane's, Kane's Entrance was... Uh, that was Finger 11 or my wasn't bad. it? Yeah, yeah. My bad. So basically, your yeah. friend had this situation in your church. You put yeah. yourself in her place. You felt what she was feeling. Second... So, yeah, second hand. Second hand. And then it kind of pushed that... Yeah, writing it just, it just spilled out. You. Yeah, it just spilled out as I'm writing, right. and it's, um, and then a lot of it's even like my own despair. Like it's just like this is, and even even politically, like because mm-hmm. uh, bruised reeds on there is a pretty politically charged <laughs> song, like angry about mm-hmm. like the religious right and the way a lot of people who call themselves Christians are like voting and acting and behaving, and uh, I think what. Uh, we first time we played it was on inauguration day of 2017. Nice. So I may, draw your own conclusions there. I used to go to a church in a certain town. Uh, it's, a, it's a very it's a very big big building. Um, to the people who listen and know where I'm from, you know what building I'm talking about. There was a lot of fake yeah. people there, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I just do this on Sundays to yep. make to look good for my community. And yep. at that time, when I was involved with the christianity thing it made me so mad Mm -hmm. i'm like if you're gonna do this you have to like actually be about it right right Right. like no not really this is just what i do because the people i work with come here and i need to look like a good person yeah is it what i'm thinking of church 
not believe that. That is exactly what I thought it was. (laughs) Also, just for selfish reasons, and I enjoy misery. um, (laughs) I like bleeps. Did did, uh, your pastor, the scandalous pastor, did he, like, stay with the wife, or did he stay with the Uh, sister or friend, whatever He didn't stay with either of them. Oh! Yeah. You're really a plot twist. So so they, they tried to they tried to work it out yeah. and then it just got to the point where um she came to the realization like this has never been a good thing and you were never the person I thought I married and mm-hmm. so I don't mm. think I need to do this. Which is no, also what her. the song uh, Mouth Speak her. is about on Tiny Fires, which is like uh there's the line in there, like, I won't hide myself to comfort you. Like, I mean, at least not anymore. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Which is like just what her marriage was. Yeah. It sucks that it played out like that. Yeah. But I'm also happy for her that, like, she Same. did come. She did get that clarity. Mm-hmm. Granted, it wasn't Absolutely. the best way to get it, Absolutely. but she got it. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, agree good 100%. for her. Hats off to you, lady. Yeah. Good <laughs> for you. Long. I hope you're doing well. Yeah. No, I mean, and it's really just like a situation where I have watched this guy sort of make the wrong decision at every turn and yeah. just like do this thing where like, like all right like if you do this thing then you can save your marriage i'm not going to do that thing then you're not going to save your marriage yeah. mm. that sounds like an addict that's what he yeah. sounds like it yeah it's it's been a scary thing to watch uh some especially like somebody that i knew and loved and trusted mm-hmm. and just to realize like oh this is your value system yeah i have a friend so. that did who it, it's almost like it's a playbook that ev- that these kinds of people just this is how they do things. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, so you're really great at this one thing, but you seem to throw it away because you would prefer to bury your emotions in these drugs. Mm-hmm. So if you could just like you know get some help, and then you could yeah go after this thing that you're really passionate about, these drums. What, yeah, what, no. whatever. Yeah, just, just whatever thing is more worthwhile. It really, so. it's heartbreaking mm-hmm. to see. What's Michael Jordan say? Stop. Get some help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's um, it's heartbreaking to see. So, friends, listeners, lovers, likers, be sure to Pimps. check in on your friends. Okay, if they if they're doing some things that you think are detrimental, just ask. Yeah. Especially the ones don't that you be, think are doing good. Don't be pushy. Cause that's how you make it worse, especially the ones that you think are doing good. Yeah. yeah, because you never know what someone's fighting inside. Yeah, right. Check in on your friends. Okay, yep. never hurts. Kiss to ask. your homies. <laughs> Not right Emotionally. now. Emotionally, COVID. Yeah, Kiss yeah. Your yeah. Homies, yeah. <laughs> so we know where spaceships is headed. Yes, you're going to continue Maybe. writing. We're, I mean, we're, <laughs> we're doing what anybody's doing right now. <laughs> right, but you are going to continue writing music. Yep. Yep. You're waiting for venues to open so you can get back into the show since you missed four of them in April. Uh, five. five. Five of them five. in April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, until that, so we still have um, some merch that's still like pushing out. We're waiting on the VHS of the Visual Companion mm-hmm. to come in from Glomer Records. Is VHS. putting that out for us. Yes, we made a Visual Companion that's on YouTube, but you can have your own copy. Okay. Um, but. That's coming out hopefully soon. Um, he just found out his VCR didn't work the way he thought it would. <laughs> you can so. always find one at a second-hand store because they still That's, hang around. That was uh, his plan today. Yep. That was his plan today was to check Goodwill. You um, can find him. We're, I have one still. That's like one of those TV oh, got VHS a few. Oh, nice. things. Yeah. Nice. Jake, Jacob of... Uh, he's got a Batman one, He's he? got a Batman nice. one in his basement. My SpongeBob. Nice. Fucking <laughs> badass. Yeah. Um, so we have a... Um, 
we got some merch ideas that we're kicking around, some collaborations with some friends that are really mm-hmm. good illustrators that are uh, probably going to come see the light of day soon. Mm-hmm. Um, fans of spaceships will know that we have a hot sauce. Yep. The Tiny mm-hmm. Fires hot sauce. We uh, have just brewed the Pillar of Fire Ooh. hot Ooh. sauce. I was going to be like, are you going to have a medium fire snakes? <laughs> and then a large fire? No, this is the a large fire. fire. <laughs> the Pillar of Fire. Pillar of Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a habanero garlic apple one. Ooh. That sounds good. It's really good. I uh, put in the order for the labels, and so those are going to be up on the store soon. Mm. Um your man needs some hot sauce for his new apartment, so you're probably you going to be hearing from me. There you Which go. This is a great apartment, by the way, Chris. <laughs> Thanks. But. I built it. <laughs> <laughs> he did not. <laughs> With my own two hands. So, but yeah, you just yeah. Uh, probably make some new memes. Um, Always productive. Necessary in, the, in these, <laughs> yes, in these trying that was, times. That was one of the things I started doing during the pandemic was I just started grabbing like, you know, like the Napoleon Dynamite dance and <laughs> syncing it up to one of our songs or <laughs> nice. something like that. <laughs> Um, probably do a couple other virtual things. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of virtual things. Yeah. I didn't doing think as, I ever would be, but I do like them. And then, you know uh, in the I'm meantime, really doing as many podcasts of? as I can. <laughs> virtual Insanity idea. by Jamiroquai. <laughs> hey, we have a little rule on the podcast about making up words. How dare you <laughs> say Jamiroquai is a fake word? Jamiroquai. Yeah. How about you ask Jamiroquai? How about you? Know? you how about you uh, ask Napoleon Dynamite about Jamiroquai? Yeah, canned heat in your hey, heels how tonight. Far, hey, how far can Uncle Rico throw a steak? You know? Over the mountains. Over the mountains. Over just put me in one state. <laughs> one state. Well, now, yeah. It's Thanks been for an absolute on. pleasure. Yeah, it's been good to be here. Where can we find and follow spaceships? Well, uh, we are on. Most social media things at We Are Spaceships. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the Tumblr is being up uh, updated from I don't Instagram. We've had to plug a Tumblr, have we? <laughs> <Damn>. Tumblr. <laughs> we haven't Woof. had one person plug Tumblr so on this. We show. Uh, yeah, we had a tum- Tumblr. we had a Tumblr for a while. Um, <laughs> I think it stopped syncing to our Instagram though. Uh, but Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, We Are Spaceships, We Are Spaceships. Bandcamp. Com. Um, Hit them up on those uh, Bandcamp Fridays. Yeah, 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 Ooh, which is coming up. Nice. Yep. Coming up. Uh, buy a lot of the merch. We got hats. We got shirts. We got, well, we're going to have to order more shirts if you order more shirts because I printed shirts <laughs> to <laughs> what we ordered. Printed them. Um, yeah, we're on YouTube, uh, TikTok. We just started a TikTok for the memes. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Got hit with a copyright notice. <laughs> Oh my god! He said, he said, two days in, we gotta, we gotta cease and desist." <laughs> Guys, I got some news. Us in the group chat. Um, no, that was from Facebook. Happen, actually, <laughs> no, I literally, I, I got a copyright notice from a place, and uh, you know that video of the kid spinning in the go kart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, some there's some like l- blood sucking copyright attorney who like s- gets people to sell them clips. Like, we'll get you all your royalties, but it's like. That video has a copyright on it, and you have to buy a license to use it, and it's a hundred dollars if you want to use that video. Like, I am not paying you a hundred dollars for a fair use. Yeah, no well, instance like, of this video. Mm, yeah. not I'm not pay paying you money for, for a the meme. baby girl. What is you doing, <laughs> <laughs> baby girl? What is you doing? No, really. Like, I think that might be on there too. Like, it's oh, it. this thing. Like, they just thing, own a yeah. whole lot of clips, and yeah, they will that. like come after anybody who has them. But they only came to Facebook. I actually. 
we got to the point where it was emails. Oh, I was sending emails back and forth, but email but yeah, and um, memes, huh? We're on we're on all the streaming stuff, spaceships or uh, not spaceships, Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple. <laughs> Find them on their own streaming platform. Yeah, we're on spaceships, Deezer. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Livewire, Amazon Prime. Is no, I mean like it like, just goes out to everything. Is the, spaceship mm-hmm. normally like one word in one word in all English, capitals in, in yeah. English? It's normally that way, anyways. Uh, yeah. Yes. yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, in but it's all capitalized yep. in this case. Yep. Ours is all cap. Well, at least on Apple Music and Spotify, we're the all caps one. Uh, you might run into the other spaceships here if you're on another platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might run into the other. You might run into them <laughs> if you hear some stuff that doesn't sound like us. It ain't us. It ain't us. <laughs> Radar is broken. I ran into another spaceship. Yeah, 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 yeah. But all right, man. yeah. That's Everyone, all we pull out your phones. What have what you been do? listening to? Yeah. What have I been listening to? Well, today I received in the mail um, the new Nothing album oh. and. Finally, the new Hum album, which is my album of the year, hum. which is incredible. Uh, um, is that a constellation on your arm real quick? Uh, no, it is Jesus and Braille. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, new Sufjan's really great. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. New Sufjan no Stevens is really great. New Yonzi is really great. Oh, I love Sufjan Stevens. Yeah. I, I've been... Um, Illinois' favorite album well the new one ascension is real wild it's like dance music almost really yeah so like age of odds is like weird and electronic mm-hmm. but it was like still like baroque and whatever like still really orchestral but with synth broke don't fix it but uh the ascension is like almost like a straight up electronic album really yeah it's good it's good though it's good mm. though um obviously the new deftones mm-hmm. uh there's a band called svalbard from england that's a like post black uh Black Gaze Band, they released an album called When I Die, Will I Get Better, the same day that Deftones released Ohms. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, listen to the the old standbys, Isis and mm-hmm. uh, Thrice and Me Without You. and Me Without You. Oh, oh man, it's my favorite band of the world. Why does that sound familiar? Because I mentioned it earlier. I was no, in no, a cover like, band. Like, Yasha likes Russian Circles Slow Dive. Oh, are you looking at my Facebook likes? No, I'm looking at the notes that I made about you. Oh. <laughs> Which I copied from Facebook. <laughs> Which I copied from Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. Also, uh, Friend Club Records, who put out the cassettes for Pillars, mm-hmm. just put out a excellent compilation called On Second Thought. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have an exclusive track on there. Um, also, my virtual band Bears His Teeth is on there. My solo project Nativity is on there. And mm-hmm. then a whole bunch of really, really great bands like um, Virginity and Caterpillars from Texas, uh, The Bell and the Hammer, um, Ray Gonzalez, Natural 20s. Uh, just really, Coffee Breath is a really, really great, like, Tappy Mathy email. I love thing. that name. They're really good. It's just a really solid comp. Look it up. Friend Club Records. On Second Thought, Volume 1, it is pretty incredible. And the Meet to You, um, Me Without You, yes. was reminding me of He Is We, which is another band that I oh. listen to. That's why I was like, not because you had said the name earlier, but it sounded familiar to me. So, yeah. But, um, well, I've been listening to a lot of Gans, D- Gans? Dance, Gavin, Dance. Gans, Davin, Gans. Gans, Davin, Gans. Ever since, um, was it Friday night? Friday night that we were all mm-hmm. hanging out. Yeah. So I've just been going over that. Um, to early Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah. I missed that whole scene. 
What? What I just like said? the whole no, like the whole like dance de- Gavin dance scene. Oh yeah, like that whole like. Now is a perfect time to get into it because mm-hmm. they got the best vocalist now. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I was listening to Dance Gavin Dance back in I don't know 2008, 2009 for, Reflex, okay. and I didn't really like <laughs> what they had then. Right. So that was that was the time when I was like getting out of like heavy music. Mm-hmm. So that's when I was getting back like back into Radiohead and like into like Bonnie Vare and Fruit right. Foxes and. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's worth noticing noting now that the track Bruised Reads, speaking of Bonnie Vare, started as a mind experiment of what it would sound like if Justin Vernon from Bonnie Vera would do a collaboration with a ISIS. Mm. Really? Like what if he would did a, like a heavy project? Uh-huh. That's what that song was. Oh. Interesting. Or how it started. This episode is f- jam packed full of Easter jam packed. The spaceships. Yes. I'm still hiding some though. Oh, snake oh, snake. Play my cards. Snake snake. I'm going to your garden. Catch me a mouse. Snake. Um, so yeah, Dance Gavin Dance, the, uh, the Artificial Selection album. Just love that. And then uh, I was listening. Do you guys ever see that movie Underwater with Kristen Stewart? I think her name is. No, the new one where it's about the aliens and the, no, in the no, ocean. No. I haven't it's, seen it. It's about the shape of water? No, 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 Underwater. It's, it's, I think it's a thriller or is it a horror movie? Uh, it's like a suspense horror line? movie I right now. I want to tell you, The Shape of Water is sexy, just so you know. So, yeah, um, you were talking about listening to scores and stuff earlier. I'm a heavy score listener myself, so I was listening to that score to Underwater because I, okay. I paint to it because it's creepy music, yeah, yeah. and that's what I've been listening to. Were we talking to. about scores? You, st- you mentioned John Williams. Well, oh, yeah. I mentioned John Williams. You mentioned Star Wars. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Cool, cool, I was cool, actually cool, supposed, cool, cool, cool. I was supposed to be in a Star Wars podcast about talking about John Williams. Oh, really? <laughs> on the other day. Oh, nice. <laughs> but it got <laughs> postponed. I'm trying not to laugh. Um. So yeah, those are my two. Go ahead. Okay. So um, I got a f- quite a bit actually. I got um. Alexis on fire. Nice. John Penman. Nice. Felgen. I know that guy. Mm-hmm. Nautilus. The frights. Slander. Nautilus, good dudes. Slander? You've been listening to Slander? Yeah. I'm trying to like relate to you. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow. Kanye West. Which one? Now we can't relate. Oh, uh, college dropout. Okay. Okay. Except Uh, we were both like, all right, that's One of my (laughs) all-time favorite bands was Smashing Pumpkins. There you go. What period there? Mm. Oh, my God. Uh, Siamese Dream. There you go. Okay. As long as it's it's pre- Hiatus, pre-return. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Our good friends who just recently, a lot. Our good friends who just recently released something, Hypnagogia. Checked out them. Check that out. They just had an album drop. Shout out to the boys. Twenty One Pilots in the weekend. Okay. I love Twenty One Pilots. I had a feeling you would. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) That's it. All right, my turn. Yes. So. We're talking a lot about shoegaze. Yeah. And I have this one. This was actually one of the first, one of the bands that like really insp- like kind of shone in? a light on the genre of shoegaze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as a, uh, it's not as like, um, how do I want to say this? Experience. They're still fairly new, but sure. it's a band mm-hmm. called Teenage Wrist. Oh, I love Teenage Wrist. Yeah, saw them with, dude. Saw them with Thrice yes. a couple years nice. ago. Nice. I met them at Sonic nice. Temple last year. Right on. Um, but they don't have both vocalists now. One of them oh, departed. Okay. But 
the the remaining vocalists, he's, but they've been dropping some singles in. I'm oh, nice! Fucking I'll have to about it. I love Crumney and Jesus. Yeah, bro. I I got them to sign that album. I bought nice. it in the Fye tent, and I was like, bro. <laughs> Will you guys sign this for me? And they're like, sure, dude. Amazing that FYE is still around. Right. I know. <laughs> My favorite store. <laughs> they, they 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 sell a shitload of records, though. There you go. But this was also like a special tent at the sure, festival. Sure, 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 sure. Um, um, <laughs> a lot of... <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> uh, Teenage Wrist, In Flames. Um, okay. I've been listening to um, uh, this new song by this band called Virtues. I know there's a lot of different bands called Virtues, mm-hmm. but this is another one. This is a little <laughs> Look up the song Double Think, one word, by a band yeah. called Virtues. It's fucking heavy and mean. Not to be confused mean. with Double Speak by Thrice. No. I'll Close. I thought you were going to say not to be mistaken with Double Think by Virtues. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, a lot of Seven Dust recently. Nice, 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 nice. So... Cool. That's what I've been jamming out to. Okay. Well, you can find us on our Facebook and Instagram pages, Toon Junkies Podcast. Our Twitter is Toon Junkies Pod. My personal Instagram is pulp.niction, and my personal Twitter is make Dameron sure. If you would like to reach me, you can leave me alone. And that goes the same for Lex. Thank you. Gotcha, Pip. Yeah. So. Uh, once again, Nat, yeah. thank you so much for coming by. Thank you. Do you want to... Do you want to... Tell us a little bit about the song we're going to close out with. Oh, uh, yeah. We... yeah uh, this is Joy Pain, um, which Steve Dixon from the Shit Musicians Say podcast said should have been the opener. I respectfully disagree with him. <laughs> um, Shit Musicians Say. What am I, what it is mean? loud. It is good. It is um, started life as me asking, what would it sound like if we covered Disconnect Tie by Norma Jean? Mm. And then we wrote a new song about it. Another Easter egg. Another You're Easter welcome, egg. listeners. We're bringing you the good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a lot of songs that are like, "What if we did this?" <laughs> and then, then we do what that. What if we did this? And then we, and then that's the song. But you, yeah. that should be your next album. Is what if, what we, if did we did this? this? <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is Joy Pain. It's um, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Cool, 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 cool. It's good. Also, we are well aware that the intro riff is the same as the intro riff to Dare You to Move by Switchfoot, but oh, nothing fit yes. as well. Awesome. <laughs> we couldn't find anything that fit better. So Shout out to Switchfoot. We still love you. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, John. Uh, Listen to the woman, John. Sorry, that's a wise kids you know reference. All right. Damn it. <laughs> string bean. Your string bean looking motherfucker. All right, we're done. Turn around, say it again. Okay. Okay, we're good. Okay, we're good. Okay, we're good. This has been a Two Junkies Podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Chris. And I'm Lex. And this is Joy Pain. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>